Joy. I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. Joy and double Joy. We talking about Twitter. Triple Joy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple Joy. Let's go, Steelers! <laughs> Mike Tomlin eat chicken wings? We're not urinating on the fire, man. We mock ourselves. It's the show where I promise you, you will not hear the words Super Bowl, <laughs> Taylor Swift, or onomatopoeia those are the three words if you hear those words this show is free <laughs> i'm not even watching the only big game on in my house is the traders season two on peacock there you go it's what jen's talking about the conversation about the Steelers social media conversation exposing all your hot Intoxic takes, even in the cold winter of off-season. I'm Kyle Kreiss in the in the glasses and the big boy earphones. <laughs> Across from me is Greg Benevin. Hello. Coming up in the second half, I'll, we'll do a little tea. Is there much to tease? How about the um? The what I don't know I got I got this pitch in an email I know you won't hear this on anyone else's pod because I got this go. as a pitch in an email here we go what what AI says the average Steeler fan looks like <laughs> and I don't know I'm trying I'm still trying to figure out what this means maybe okay. we'll uh, maybe we'll get to that in the second half uh oh I was kind of like what this is kind of AI I can do this on my own with AI but sure then I was like you know what. May, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. But by the, by the time we get to the end of the show, maybe you'll see it. So, Ooh. all right. Um, let's uh, let's let's just get to the jingle because the one thing on everyone's mind. QB twenty two plus two. Where are, Where are you? you? We've got some work to do now. QB twenty two plus two. Who are you? That's like 24. Help right. from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. Or at least an invitation to the NFL honors <laughs> ceremony. QB 22 plus 2. That equals 24. Mm-hmm. Just to bring back the jingle, I, you yeah. Know, no, I'm glad you did. And it, and folks, you unfortunately do not get the honor I do of listen, sitting next to Kyle when he adds in the dog noises. It really does <laughs> add something, and I'm glad I'm grateful to be here for it. What are those other parts? We do stats, we do film. No, mm-hmm. we do none of the above. Absolutely not. This is like the Nevada election primary. None of the above <laughs> wins. Wow. Who is going to be? Is that is that a uh, is that that's a uh, that's topical. Okay. That's topical. Yeah. That's for all you Apple news heads. The question is, who will the QB be? It took two, not one, but two uh, press availabilities from our owner <laughs> to figure it out. Let's get to the tweets. This is, this is a little bit of chronological here because it started okay. with 
at BT Steel Curtain, behind the Steel Curtain. Art Rooney II says the Steelers aren't closing the door on trading for a QB. I believe this was the uh, the state media interview with uh, Missy Matthews. Is this okay. where this came out, I believe? I, um, I mean, that sounds right. It, it, like you said, Art Rooney II did more availabilities than I thought he was going to. So, yes, I believe this came out from the Missy Matthews uh, uh, from, you know, uh, high atop the uh, uh, Steelers media uh, complex there which i think is the biggest nothing thing you could say like we're not closing the door on anything yeah i mean hey we may call ben if uh if we need to you know right i mean why would you say absolutely not we're never trading for a qb thank you (laughs) so of course you know that started the conversation like at mark madden (laughs) x mark madden this kind of plays off the question before what was art talking about with urgency Mm -hmm. to display urgency the steelers should get cousins wilson's or fields there's nothing urgent about Pickett. those are uh those are two different things um let's start with the first should get cousins wilson or fields that seems to be the top three even the two are two are on the market one is just availability of trade apparently Yes, and also, too, just even if I agreed with this point, which I don't, it's not right. Fields is not displaying urgency. Fields would need to develop. He's still he's not he's still not the not the guy. Where's right? Yeah, Uh, it's it's still potential. That's really yeah yeah. It's a different kind of potential. It's maybe higher potential, but it's very much potential. You know, I mean, you could get. I we keep saying a a quarterback like Jacoby Brissett. You could get (laughs) is Jacoby Brissett the same kind of mobility of Justin Fields right now? No, no, he's not. But (laughs) Jacoby Brissett is still the best Jacoby Brissett type. (laughs) Still the best QB like Jacoby Jacoby Brissett. Um. Okay. Let's talk more QBs with. At Blitzburg, Blitzburg, Ray Fittipaldo says there's less than a 1% chance Fields becomes a Steeler. Uh, I think the speculation is that it's going to take at least a second round pick. Um, are you willing to? No. no, I don't even need to hear you finish the question. I'm out. I mean, it's if this was if this was a uh, uh, poker, I would fold as soon as I saw the flop for uh, Justin Fields. You don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Like it's just, it's just annoying. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, it's second round pick. This team needs. Oh, I, I hope I used the word flop right. I haven't played poker. Yeah, in like two I think decades. so. Okay, thank you. But I mean, but like, I, I, this team has a lot of other needs, uh, many of which are there is more of an urgency too than Justin Fields. So that second round pick can be put to a lot of good use. And frankly, from Omar, we've seen he can put it to good use. What uh, what are what uh, let's what are our needs? You know, uh, I keep hearing people say center and tackle are the biggest priorities. I, I was just thinking defensive line. I I, I think again, I, I I've said it before. I'm going to keep saying it. If you liked last year's draft, that's what's going to happen again. They could do the offensive line, defensive line, cornerback. That is, I, I don't know the order of those three. I do think that's what's going to happen. I think they'll get a center probably pretty early but i mean but it's also again we haven't been through free agency yet they could sign somebody they could trade for somebody before that so again that's why i'm sticking to as we sit here in february <laughs> saying that about what the draft's going to be i'd say uh, offensive line defensive line cornerback and 
some order. I think let's. I think the Kevin Colbert style used to be. He used to say, you know, anything's on the table but QB and tight end back when it right. was Heath and Ben. Mm -hmm. So I think let's say I think anything could be on the table except running back yeah. room. Mm -hmm. um, what about wide receive? Not not I'm first round. I don't think. Early, I mean, you know? I, it, but it could be. I don't know. Again, I'm not. I haven't looked at any of these guys, and mercifully, I won't do so until it's legitimately <laughs> spring. But that there could be like a you know a, the super receiver falls to them. I could see them taking that guy, but in this current wide receiver market, that seems unlikely to happen. We're never going to have the Randy Moss falls to 18 or whatever again. We can't speculate and recollate. Well, well really quick, one more. What about, uh, you know, inside linebacker? We still don't know who is yeah. coming back and who is who is not, right? Is that, is that, I, is that I, a priority? I think they could. I, I think you're right. I know you're right. They don't know who's, and in terms of injury, that impacts who's coming back and when. But I also think this team, and rightly so, is perhaps a bit gun shy about putting a high pick on an inside linebacker. All right. How about well? Let, we, let, there's more QB talk here. Mm -hmm. Let's get to. Oh, come on. Let's get to. Where we, let's go to add back to Blitzburg. Blitzburg. Mm -hmm. Who do you want the Steelers' starting quarterback to be in 2024? Number one, Justin Fields, forty-six percent. Number two, and this surprised me. Yes, is Kenny Pickett, thirty percent. To see that too. Then Mason, eighteen. Then Russell Wilson. Not, Kirk Cousins, not even on the board. Um, I think Tannehill is more likely than uh, than Fields or Wilson. I gotta say, it, uh, I mean, with Arthur Smith coming in and Tannehill not having a job and not being nearly as expensive as he would have been years ago. Um. And I'm still curious about how this timeline is going to work because I don't think you're going to know what Mason Rudolph's value on the market is until after that first weekend or first, you know, uh, first 48 hours. And if we're trying to have urgency in that in that marketplace, I don't, you know, can you do both? Can you wait for Mason and? and still have urgency well my guess is that the Steelers will and I have no idea here but the Steelers would present Mason with an offer soon uh and whether or not and then it's up to Mason and his people to decide if they could get more on the open market it's worth it to Mason to at least check out and it's entirely possible that somebody does to Mason what the Steelers did to Mitch Trubisky when he first came on the market after his season in Buffalo and they signed him I want to say like 9 a.m uh Pacific time that was really early on that day i remember when the steelers oh, signed him. oh yeah there was someone someone flew over the international dateline to mm -hmm. make that uh, right to make that happen right. and yeah so, yeah <laughs> so it's it's so that someone could very well do that to mason but i imagine the steelers will present him with an offer but mason and his people are going to look at go in the market and check it out because why not if if you're mate let's put ourselves in mason's shoes um, you know, we do, uh, we just made what a million this past season. Yeah. And, you know, if let, let's just say that the Steeler offer comes in, uh, below 7 million, which I think is what Mitch made. I think this mm -hmm. right 7 million. So that's a low offer. Um, you know what you have in this system. You, you're yeah. not guaranteed to start. You know they're invested in Kenny Pickett because mm -hmm. every time they have a chance to to diss Kenny right. Pickett, they do they do not. Right. Exactly. Even the guy who literally just got here. Yeah. So there, you know, if 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 anything, 
I, it, not that it's an open competition. If, if it was any weighted at all, it's certainly uh, you're the underdog going into this. <laughs> yeah. So what you know what 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 do you do if you're made? You have a chance to maybe make your uh, seven yes. million dollar contract at something. You know. Absolutely. And and I, I I think everything you said is correct. And I do want to piggyback on it. I don't think, and I would find this extremely unlikely. Whatever that Steelers offer is, I don't think it's going to disappear or be taken off the table during the first two days of free agency. I mean, to really think if Mason says no. I want to see what the market says. And then by like noon on Monday, the Steelers signed Tannehill for like five million. I, I find that extremely unlikely. So I, I think um, it's I mean, no. maybe it's 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 not impossible. Now that I'm starting to talk about it. I think they might come to him first and say, this is the offer. But if you don't take this, we're going to be extremely aggressive on the first day or so. So, okay. you know, if you don't mean if you don't take it now, sure. we, we might go after Tan. You know, we might have to get Tannehill. And it's entirely. Yeah, though, that could be, too. But it. Because you can't lose Tannehill and, and Mason. And Mason because, right, know? because then, exactly, then you start saying, well, like, well, maybe we could give a bridge to get Kirk Cousins or something. Wow. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I just think Mason is never going to be in this position again. Yeah. And you have to see. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I think he's, he's looking for the Triforce. Right, of, uh... exactly. Well, that was that was Final Fantasy, <laughs> okay, not Legend right. of Zelda. But that's okay. Finally, something I'm qualified to talk about on this podcast. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's Mace. He found... <laughs> all right. Mason got the hook shot. Oh, wait. But all of this uh, recollation uh -oh. uh, it was really moot because then we had to have Art come back. <laughs> At PGH Steelers now, Steelers now, Art Rooney is back. He's like stone cold. He's back. <laughs> Break the glass. Art Rooney the second says the Steelers making a blockbuster QB trade is unlikely. I don't want to create a lot of speculation out there too late that we're going to make some blockbuster trade at the QB spot. I don't. I'd put that in an unlikely category. So, to, and the only thing I can think of is... Uh, because one, we have to handheld handhold the media so much. You yes. have to come out and do that. Also, we just don't want Kenny to. He we don't want this to be the message in Kenny's ear all off season. Yeah, I, I, and I do like this. is very very political. Is in uh, the politician made the comment at noon. Realized <laughs> how many different groups got upset, so we had to clarify and come back out and say it again at five p.m. <laughs> but I think that's right. That we're not going to do this blockbuster trade at the QB spot. I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad he came out and clarified it. I wish he wouldn't have had to. But again, I'm with you. I read the first one as being like, yeah, we're not going to take any options off of the table because uh, we're a business. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, all right. So blockbuster QB trade is off the table. What about just a blockbuster QB signing? What Now, what does this say now about Russell Wilson or Kurt Cousins? Well, I, I think Russell Wilson would technically be a trade and Kurt Cousins is on the market. What does that say about a blockbuster free agent signing? I mean, it, 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 I wouldn't roll that out either. I have no idea. The Wilson thing's weird to me because I think it would be a trade, but it would also, it would depend on like, whatever pennies on the dollar thing the Broncos wanted to do with him. I, I just find that one. I find that to be the remotest thing. Like, I don't know whether Fields or Wilson is less likely. That would be a difficult debate for me. I could see Cousins before I could see the Wilson thing, but I, I don't know. It all feels very unlikely. It feels like Pickett and either Mason or Tannehill uh, and a draft pick in like round four or five. I think that it's not, let's do a vibe check. I think let's, uh, you know, if, if sure. Wilson, no, no, Wilson doesn't, I don't know. The, I'm not feeling that. No, I'm not feeling, um, 
I'm not feeling Kurt Cousins. No. Just because uh, it's so expensive. Yeah. So we're down to uh, the Mason, Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett. What, what else is in that kind of conversation? I mean, I don't know. I don't think the Colts are getting rid of Minshew. He did a fine job. That uh, The Buccaneers are going to throw a bunch of money at Baker Mayfield. It, um yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think at that point, like, the thing that was intriguing to me, and I don't know, is that, uh, that I mean, if we're, if we're going for mid-level quarterbacks, where do you take, the, where does that kid get drafted, the one at Florida State? The one who was having the good year, and then he broke his leg, and then the BCS committee was like, well, without this quarterback, your team sucks. We're putting Alabama in the playoff. <laughs> so, like, where does that kid get drafted? Because uh, he's going to heal, and he certainly seemed to have a lot of talent. I mean, I, if you could get that kid in round four, I could kind of see that being like okay this is this is your justin fields what about cinderella story josh dobbs is oh. he is there someone like that out there i mean i i, I think yeah i mean that, that that could be the break glass of an emergency in case like somehow mason and Tannehill are gone i mean i think that answers that conundrum you had earlier but i really do think the Steelers, one way or the other, are looking for that like long-term backup. We know that because that's what they were saying going into last year's draft, and they were thinking about it in round seven, but they ended up taking that uh, that offensive lineman they liked that can play like four positions and backed up like three of them or something in the last year, that Spencer kid. Well, I mean, at this point, the long-term backup might be uh, one KP8. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. It, uh, so, yeah, that's that's not off the table either. And that is the story of this season. Whatever this story is going to be, that's that's definitely act one. Um, all right. Well, let's get to how about some uh, some coaching. So okay. it's, 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 is it is this is this con season technically? Um, I have no idea. Is there a Tom? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do con. We'll call it con season. I'm I don't fine know. with that. I, I should have I am Groot coaching tree something like <laughs> oh, I am good. Groot. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Coaching moves with starting with up oh, wrong mouse. Starting with at Brian Batco. Brian Batco. If any position group on the Steelers roster needed a change, talking about uh, mm -hmm. wideout coach Frisman Jackson out, mm -hmm. one guy on the on the coaching free agent right now is Heinz Ward, mm -hmm. not returning to the XFL after heading up the San Antonio Brahmas last season. Of course, uh, I know who Heinz Ward is. He should be our wide receivers coach. <laughs> Although, if you mm -hmm. remember, what, how did this come out? Did this come out at the, uh, during the pivot interview? The reason why Heinz Ward was not our yes. wide receivers coach that five years ago. Mm -hmm. was because he wanted to lay down the law on AB and mm -hmm. coach T said uh, that's not how we're going to do it. Right. And it's and 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 what we now know, I think the context was that's we're, that's not how we're going to do it because that literally could not work and AB would melt down and lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it would have ended uh, how many years even earlier? Right, yeah. it's, it's exactly. There's there, the, In that world, there's no Killer Bees era. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the, AB is the, uh, is, right. is the Lima Swede. Exactly, of, of he's that, the one yeah. that gets traded to the Raiders for draft picks at some point, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so if it can't be Heinz Ward, and I'm fine with it, that would be awesome if it, yes. if it was Heinz Ward, it would be pretty awesome, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to, and if it's not Heinz Ward, why not... 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> Why not at Steeler Nation? Steeler Nation. Could the Steelers give Antoine Randall L a promotion to bring him back to Pittsburgh? Uh, the other, the only other wideout. Right. The, exactly the other great one. From, yes. The other one we can name from that era. I mean, it's, but you would have to give him a promotion. You would have to make up one of those titles and give him more money. I don't know if he would be assistant offensive pass game coordinator, assistant head coach, something or other. Cause, and I did not realize this and I, I guess I should have, but, you cannot interview somebody for a parallel position on your team if they're already on a team without that team being able to block it. So the Steelers could not oh. just interview him for wide receivers coach because the Lions could and would, I assume, yeah. block that. So you'd have to give him some kind of promotion. And, hey, it looks like things are on the upswing up there in uh, the Motor City. So, I mean, I think you'd have yeah. to make a pretty good offer to uh, uh, L. Yeah, as Myron called him, to get him to do this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I get to work with, uh, you know, George Pickens. I don't know if that's enough to bring someone. Uh, from... Well, I mean, Jamison Williams had some issue, right? I mean, he's, he's a great player and he's done well for them, but I mean, he had some uh, uh, problems as well. So, I mean, but but I think that's just it. I think you would have to pay more for Randall L and you'd have to give him more of a say in other things than just wide receivers coach than you would with Hines or uh, someone else that just is a wide receivers coach or it, um, you know, it's something much much smarter people than me have brought this up i forget if it was chris i think it was christopher carter but a lot smarter people than brought this up is that you know the wide receivers coach can be the guy who coaches the wide receivers it can also be a guy that's like hey we think this guy is really smart in terms of offense let's give him a job <laughs> that is a reasonable expectation okay all right so um, i mean i don't know so it could be some you know mad scientist uh madden kind of guy well if it's can't be Hines ward or randall l why don't we call up uh kobe hamilton oh, or, uh, uh, I, mean, I mean how many steelers wideouts are out there uh, yeah i mean i was gonna say matt Kranchek, but he was a tight end that was like a wide receiver i don't know uh lee mays i mean we can just start naming guys at uh from uh, i mean uh, yeah louis lips i mean there's a bunch of you know old steeler receivers out there 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 was a moment, was it Tuesday night, when uh, they thought uh, Ronald Curry might be coming over as quarterback's coach or wide receiver, but he'd uh, coach, but he'd signed with the Bills. And, um, so I think we're kind of in that speculation point of like, hey, if you're an offensive coach, we could, and we like you, we could make up a job for you. Um, you could be the next Brian Flores <laughs> over here. Uh, all right, we've uh, we're going long. Let's okay. uh, let's get to the second half. Coming up in the second, we're, we're going to talk a little Tomlin uh, for for good for good news. It's something that needs to be repeated every uh, every off season or maybe every season. And then, what AI says the average Steelers fan looks like. <laughs> you might want to head over to YouTube to see what this one is because uh, I don't know if I'll be able to do it justice over the audio. We'll find out though. And oh, and. Uh, Steelers in Brazil, maybe? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay, coming up in the second half. Oh, who are the people in Yin's neighborhood? Indian's neighborhood, Indian's neighborhood. Say, who are the people in Yin's neighborhood? The people who will tweet each day. Oh, hi there, fellow Yinzer. Hello. You look like a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I've been a fan my entire life. Wow, so who's your favorite player? Just one. 
I don't know, maybe TJ or Minka or Najee. Well, what about Coach? Coach Mike Tomlin. Yeah, you know, the standard is the standard and things of that nature. <laughs> Tomlin should be fired. Fired? Isn't, isn't that a bit much? I don't think so. Oh, Tomlin is not the reason why he's never had a losing season. Just because he's won a Lombardy doesn't mean it wasn't Cowher's team. Cause a Tomlin hater, someone in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood, I'm in your neighborhood. A Tomlin hater, someone in your neighborhood. A person who will tweet each day. I'll see you around. All right. Hey, watch it. Where you going? To a fire? Ah, fire Tomlin. No, cut that out. Tomlin's not the problem. Thank you. The problem is the quarterback. This guy is the worst starting quarterback in Steelers history. Well, we'll find out in camp. Are you kidding me? The team's best hope is to tank and get the number one pick. Well, that kind of feels like hyperbole to me. I'm the only one who's actually being realistic about this team. Oh, the Steelers really lost their way. I've been saying that like every day. I want everyone to look at me. So my opinion's always contrary. Cause a clout chaser is someone in Indian's neighborhood. Indian's neighborhood. He's Indian's neighborhood. And Tomlin haters someone in your neighborhood. Well, they're the people that you meet When you're scrolling through your tweets They're the people to delete Each day! Alright, it's the second half! I promised no Taylor Swift talk! <laughs> Although, if we would have... If we... If Steelers would have beat... The Chiefs, I bet Mason would have stolen the girl. <laughs> Walk in your trap, take over your trap. That would have been the storybook ending for this season. I it, mean, even a friar mouth hat with it. Uh, I mean, it's it's he's probably not as traditionally handsome a man as Kelsey, but he's a good tight end. Yeah, but I think he's taken, isn't he? Oh, uh, I have no idea. I, 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 I believe so. I, I would trust you on this. I'm not stalking their, uh, the significant <laughs> others on Instagram, but if I were, I would know that Muth is taken. Okay. Let's talk about my coach. At Scarpizio Scarps. We knew this, but it's just kind of a reminder. Sure. Active, active head coach records against opponents that have finished the season 500 or better. Minimum 150 games coach. Number one, Mike Tomlin, 529 percentage, 74 and 66. You know, oh, Tomlin can't coach his teams up to the big teams. Nope, not true, not true. Um, But, you know, then there's also the narrative, oh, well, Tomlin always uh, plays down to his opponents, too, right? Well, in reality, at Scarpizio again. This is Tomlin's record against teams that finished the season, what is this, to 500 or above. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's Tomlin's record against teams below 500 right. on game days. Mm -hmm. uh, Excluding and, the first two weeks when you can't really be under 500. Yeah, you can't be 500 uh, on the first week. Um once again, overall, 671, 70, 34, and 1 over 
uh, wins against teams below 500 when on, on the field on game day. Um, I was actually surprised that it was that tie. Yeah, who, who, who do we lose to? If we we beat the teams over 500, if we beat the teams under 500, <laughs> who are we losing to? <laughs> well, a couple things. Is it one you're about to see Tomlin's statistics look far, far more impressive, uh, whether you're a hater or a believer, due to what you saw in the first tweet of this, which is among active coaches. Yeah. Now that yeah. Belichick is yeah. no longer an active coach Tomlin goes up to the top of a whole bunch of different stats like everyone goes up one thing and Tomlin looks far far more impressive now these numbers about the losing teams we did know this for a while what we kind of knew and this came up in the really bad three-game losing streak uh, uh, this year is that a lot of these the losses to or some of the losses to the the worst teams with worst records are more recent that's kind of something that's happened in the last 50 games over the course of his career very impressive the kind of losing stats the losing teams those have been not as good recently but they also haven't been like absolute bottom out you know it's it's it, the, the teams with really bad records it's it hasn't been great against but you know everything goes into everything else but these are still very impressive numbers and these are also the kind of numbers why it was so obvious that he was coming back even after that what do you call it? Tailspin or typhoon or bottoming out or whatever yeah. happened in that three game stretch during this past year. Yeah, right. Between, yeah, this year the Colts, the Cardinals, the Pats. Last year it was the Jets. Um, 2018 that you can the tie that ties up there mm-hmm. I, you know you put the tie up there so yeah. that's five games in just well i mean that's five years i guess but four of those games came in the in the past two years yeah yeah exactly and it um and then and also the and then you go back to the lockdown year and you got the Bengals and you got the commanders and it's a uh, but commanders, these things, yeah. yeah but see these and these but that's what we're saying but that's but that's what brings these numbers down to where they are i mean without those games imagine how preposterously high these numbers were then going into 2019 or 2020 yeah too bad uh i can't believe the haters didn't pull up the record from like the last since 2020 <laughs> tomlin's record is you know all of a sudden that would be a mark madden feast man i should be his producer right 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 i think zeiss did that uh during the three game stretch is how we is how it's how i remember this but yeah yeah well you know they were all ba- uh, back padding because uh paul cook retired over there ron, the PPG, cook, yes. ron cook or whatever yeah. so yeah. you know ppg was already being very anti-Tomlin uh, so far in, in this, uh, you know, in, in recent months here. So now that he's gone and someone else comes in, I, we'll see if I bet it gets even more uh, along that, you know. And he, that would make sense because Cook was Roethlisberger's guy. I mean, that was he was the yeah. guy that Ben wanted to do his radio show with. And I think because of that show that Ben did with Cook is why Ben has that podcast today. All right. Let's, uh, whoop, I think that we got a band. documentary i think there is a documentary i still listen to it on the treadmill in the off season it's still uh for the harder parts of my high intensity interval training i can't believe they didn't invite uh, tommy shaw to the we are the world sessions <laughs> i watched that doc where uh i can't believe they didn't invite terry bradshaw where, i guess uh, i just always assumed that uh, someone from sticks was there i never knew that i, I didn't no huh. sticks wasn't big enough at that point so okay. if, if, i mean if, i know nothing like to me it was like i'd heard renegade on the radio and then all of a sudden it appeared one day at heinz field and i was like 
oh my god, you know. If it was seventy six, at the at the height of Renegade's uh, original powers, maybe uh-huh. maybe they it probably even been Tommy Shaw. It would have been um, it would have been the singer. Oh. I can't think of his name now. Oh, um, okay, I, I know. Whatever. I thought that was the name of the singer since you said it. I know the this guitar player also is uh, from is Tommy Shaw. Also oh. from Jimmy. whatever, whatever. Okay, okay, I'm learning things. Okay, we've got some odds and ends to get to, starting with at Alex Kazora. Alex Mm. Kazora. In a series of Snapchat stories Friday night, Le'Veon Bell says he's attempting an NFL comeback. Feeling healthier than ever, implied he'll only return and play for Pittsburgh. Uh, Any other season, I would have been like, yay, come on board, but... The room is full, I think. Unless you're going to play, you want to play special teams. Uh, you beat me to it. Yes, <laughs> unless you want to play special teams. It uh, the 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 only way that I would ever even entertain this is because, like D'Angelo Williams, Bell has not taken a hit in several years. Whatever tread is still on his tires is still there. Also, I want to say that's easily the most positive thing that followed in a series of Snapchat stories on <laughs> Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Right, like usually a, that goes very badly. It's a boring Friday for Lev. Uh, <laughs> he's talking about his NFL comeback. Right, exactly. Usually that ends with in jail. Um, yeah, I don't see. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I mean, that's just it. You got to play special teams. Whoever the third running back is, and you know who who I think deserves a look as the third running back is uh, the guy they brought in through the end of the season that made that remarkable play in Baltimore. I think that guy deserves a look in the camp. special teams. Who yeah, made the spe- I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. a running back. Let him yeah. try, run with Master Teague, whoever it is they bring in. That's let him compete. I think he's earned the right to do it. Or the the kid we talked to, maybe he's back from yeah. uh, IR. I don't know. There's, um, but that's just it. But there's always going to be a guy from somewhere, probably young, probably just out of school, to maybe be the third running back who can play on special teams and stretch out enough from the uh, out of bounds marker to touch the ball. Um, although, uh, you know, just uh, as a devil's advocate, you know, Adrian Peterson did show that you can have some durability yes. and he hasn't been hit. Um, right. That's if, the only reason I'm entertaining this at all. If you know, but do you have to wait until you're down to injuries or do you want to see him in camp just to see well, what you got? Well, you I mean, I, I would I bring him. The, I mean, it depends on again. We always talk about like, oh, it, it's easy to say like, oh, we'll give him a, you know, a thing to uh, uh, the rookie camp or something. The very first camp you could bring him to. It's like or we could bring somebody who might actually have a better chance of making this team and be a rookie. But I mean, I, I think the other thing that kind of made me a little wary of this now to think about it is didn't in one of those serious spells said something like I'm going to start working out in March. It's like, <laughs> mm, maybe we should start today if we're serious about this. You know, playing in the NFL. We need, it's like the Royal Rumble. We need the senior spot <laughs> at rookie camp. Like Lev Bell gets the senior spot. He comes in and gets a tryout next time. It's, right, uh, right, right. next time it's like you know, Arthur Motes might want a shot. I don't know. Also, but like you could do some push ups today. Like you didn't have to tell us this on Snapchat. Like, okay, how about let's go on, move on to at Blitzburg, the return of Blitzburg. Okay. I don't know about you, but I don't need to see the NFL on TV every single day. It's getting oversaturated. This is in response to a possible Friday night week one game, Philadelphia in Brazil. I love how the account who is tweeting every 30 minutes uh, in February is like, oh, this is oversaturation for uh, this NFL oversaturation. Um you know, I mean, on the topic of it being a Friday, which is, you know, usually high school, high school Friday night lights, but 
you know, in the NFL's defense, 60, what, say 64 out of the top 100 televised broadcasts of mm-hmm. 2023 were NFL football games. Yes. So, uh, if you, if you could turn that, if you could add 17 Fridays to that, all of a sudden you've got 80 of the top 100 broadcast. You, you know, never, not since, um, you know, not since uh, Law and Order had four <laughs> series did such a franchise dominate broadcasting. I mean, I, I just want to say the only reason I would be fine with this on Friday night is that in week one, that allows both teams to recover and doesn't really screw them up for the rest of the season. Oh, so it's week. Oh, it's a week one Friday. Oh, it is. It week would be. One it would be yeah. right after the Super Bowl game. The whoever the Super Bowl kickoff classic, whatever champion plays that night. It would be that first week, which is which. Then they wouldn't play again until the subsequent Sunday, which would allow both teams to recover. That's the only reason I don't think this is uh, that stupid. Well, and then the recollection uh, <laughs> around it. Oh, let's go to. Th- oh, sorry, this is on Threads. Let's go to. Excellent. Bill and Threads. Okay, so I don't know. Great. That's so great. At Matt Lombardo, NFL. Eagles versus Steelers in Brazil would be mildly hysterical. In-state rivals playing <laughs> five thousand miles away. Um, I don't. I don't. I mean, we're not really rivals. I don't hate. I don't hate no. it. It's, it's their home game, right? I don't. Hate yeah, it. it'd be their home game. It. Uh, in fact, that's what I heard. That's why they. Uh, some people smarter than me. I think it was Alan Saunders said they don't think it will be the Steelers just because they do think it's it's the Eagles are doing get this. Or have this game because they have the nine home games this year, so they still get the eight in Philadelphia. So what they think, what Saunders thought, and this makes a lot of sense, is the Steelers won't do this. Instead, the next time the Steelers have the nine home games, one of them will be in Dublin. Oh, I, I and that wanna, makes yeah, sense. I want to go to Dublin when that happens. I kind of, I've never, I want, I've never been. Well, I've never been to Arkansas, so whatever. <laughs> um, let alone. Okay, one more, one more thing. But I mean, it does say something that like we could play at Happy Valley, but instead we're playing in Brazil. Like that, is, this man's point is correct. Yeah, you know the uh, the stadium is. Yeah, you're right. So Happy Valley would actually it would fit a hundred thousand people. Uh, right, it's almost equidistant. It uh, yeah, it's as good a guess as any. Um. Okay. Oh wait, I got one more thing. I, did I play the music too early? Whatever. Final word. This. Oh, this isn't even a tweet. This came to me in an email. <laughs> the pitch. The pitch was. Uh, here's what AI thinks the average Steeler fan looks like, and it's. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's not too far off. Middle-aged guy, guy, overweight, yes. uh, glasses, clean-shaven. Yes. The other teams all had beards. I found that interesting that the Steeler guy was clean-shaven. Yes. What? Uh, what? What does this? What does this tell you about the Steeler fans there? Well, I mean, he's got a unique hat because I see it's AI, and the Steelers logo is in two separate places on his uh, stocking cap. Uh, <laughs> it's. I don't know. I mean, I, I. I feel like AI has given into the. Uh, I don't want to say myth, but just the idea that you know, there's more cold-weather games. In Pittsburgh than you think. Uh, there, there really aren't that many games with snow. They aren't exactly uh, 80 degrees and sunny all of them, but the man's wearing, I want to say, two or three coats, uh, two, uh, two or th- three layers, a coat and uh, levels beneath it. He's got on at least two scarves and a, uh, a big stocking cap with a little furry thing on top and a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's a uh, that's the yeah. He's not drinking an iron. He's got no. a coffee there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I've seen worse. I mean, this guy is. I don't know if he's going to the game necessarily, but like he's if he if he's not going to the game, he's got something to do in the morning before the game, which is why he's suited up for this. 
Yeah, he's got a job, um, but he doesn't look like he would be a cool boss. No, 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 no. <laughs> this guy's not happy about whatever's going on. The Steelers either, either the Steelers lost the game before this, or like they didn't win by enough that this man's been complaining about it all week. Does he want to fire Tomlin? I think this guy might. Uh, this, but this, but this guy has strong opinions about firing Tomlin. And it's, and it's, but he's also the kind of guy that, like, when they're winning, like, he'll go to his friends that have stronger opinions about firing Tomlin, and he'll be like, you know, he's really good against the teams with losing records, after all. Like, this guy's fine with citing some stats, uh, 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 just to show that he's not like the other Tomlin haters. No, but this guy, you know, remembers a standard when oh, Super yes. Bowls were the right. standard. Oh, yes. and, no, 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 no. He you know. <laughs> he's. I saw Andy Russell in a yeah. bar once in 1979. Yep. Jack Ham never <laughs> saluted after a first down catch. Okay. I will say, I thought this picture was going to be far more disrespectful. <laughs> the other the other teams were the other teams were like super fanatic fans with face paint and all that and like <laughs> like weird beards but we got the uh we got middle management <laughs> this guy does look like he just said i'm worried about that fourth round pick <laughs> i think he's gonna be a bust oh all right i think that's what we've been talking about that's what we've been talking about thank you coach <laughs> Coming up this off season, you know none of the none of the standard average below below average content. There will be no mock drafts no, until much later. Not at least until March. At least until free agency. Yeah, we'll have maybe next week coming up. I think we've got the uh, Marine who got the trip to the Super Bowl from hey. T.J. Watt. We'll see how T.J. is in person when he's not uh, when he's getting snubbed from uh, Defensive Player of the Year honors. <laughs> uh, coming up in March, the return of March Madness. This mm. year, March Sadness. Mm. The 64 saddest moments in Steelers history. We're trying to see as few people to watch this as possible. <laughs> Well, it fits with the fan base. Yes. Uh, this, oh, yes. You know. No, no. This is what you wanted deep down. And what else coming up this offseason? I don't know. If you want to keep plenty. That's plenty. That's plenty. That's coming up. Maybe a maybe a playing game even to, to, to the March sadness. Um, if you want to keep the conversation going, find me on social media. I'm mostly on TikTok at Kyle Christ. Greg, how about yourself? Uh, unfortunately, you can find me on Instagram at Greg Benevent. B is in boy, E N E, V is in Victor, E N T. Um, if you're in the Burbank, California area, come to Flappers Comedy Club mm -hmm. this Saturday night Indeed. to see Greg and maybe myself. Um, or, or tune in to the Game Show Network February 22nd. I'll blank, be tuning in. Blank Slate. The one and only yours truly in maybe the worst game show performance <laughs> ever. I saw myself on The Price is Right. You could not have been worse than me. All right, until next week, keep listening to your coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. <laughs>